we have a little save button that says save back to Clio. So you can actually save your information back to Clio. It's a big deal because that really helps with your data, what I call data integrity. There's no other area or application where you need as much detail and as much information uh, as you do to generate, you know, professionally adequate document about something. It sounds incredible. That's what we always say, 90% when we don't really mean it, but we really mean it, don't we? <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the Knackley Podcast, where we help law firms make documents better. Hi, welcome to Knackley, the podcast. My name is Michael Lane. I'm the sales and marketing director at Knackley, and I'm your host as well. With me, as always, are Knackley founders, Kim Mayberry and Lowell Stewart. Hi, guys. How are you? Hello. Great. Doing good. So the big news here, of course, is that Knackley is the first document automation software with total integration with Clio case management software. And we're, we're announcing that this week. And uh, congratulations to you and the development team, Lowell. I know Thank that's you. a big deal. Yeah, we've yeah. been we've been working on it for uh, for quite a while, and it's exciting to see it out there and see it working. Well, congrats on the hard work. Everybody has heard of integration, and probably everybody has their own kind of understanding of what it is. Can you make sense of what the different nomenclature is? What's a direct integration? What's an API? Uh, what's a partial integration? Make that make sense for us, would you? Yeah. So, I mean, when you think about an integration and you talked about uh, API integration versus a direct integration, API integration, when we think of it, is someone's coming to us, they have a software application, they want to use Nackly to generate their documents. And they're basically in charge of writing all the code using our API endpoints uh, to get a little bit more technical, but to pull data, push data out to Nackley and to pull it from it. And so that, that'd be an HPI integration. A direct integration is where we've actually gone through and done the work for the client to do all of that connection. And with Clio, that's what we have done is we've gone through, we've made it so that you can push pull data from Clio, push it back. Now, the second question, the, the follow-up that you had is, all right, there's different integration levels. Um, what are they? You know, most of them uh, that are integrating with Clio right now are just pulling data from, from Clio so that you can select a contact record, you can pull that information, use it in your documents. Where we're different is we're ha we now have the ability to pull based on an entire matter, all the matter information, all the contacts that are associated with it, whether they're related contacts or not, and put them into our intake. We can go through, use the information in, in Clio, use that information. We can add to that information. So if you are not you need to supplement that information or change some things, in Nackley, you can now do that. And we have a little save button that says save back to Clio. So you can actually save your information back to Clio. It's a big deal because that really helps with your data, what I call data integrity. Um, because what usually happens when you just pull one way is you pull the information out of Clio, you find that there's errors, you make the changes, and you never go back into Clio to make the change. 
So with having a two-way integration, that means any information that you figured out was wrong actually gets updated back to Clio. So you got better data. Another way of thinking about integration and, and APIs and stuff, these are arcane terms for people who aren't programmers but basically when you use a software package you are you know you're the user you are typing information in reading information on the screen you're using the user interface an api is basically like a user interface for another program so uh, you know that's the api stands for application programming interface and so it's basically how two programs talk to each other. When, uh, you know, if I'm going to write an integration with a piece of software, I write that integration to talk to that software's API. And what we've done here with Clio is we've made a bridge between Nackly and the Clio API so that now anyone who's using Nackly has access to the features in Clio from within Nackly. And to some extent, vice versa, when you're using Clio, you, you know, we've got this tunnel between the two. Um, we don't, uh, you know, right now we don't have a lot on the Clio end of things for talking, um, you know, for talking to Nackley that, that may come in the future, but within Nackley, you have full access to all of your Clio data. To those of us who aren't like quite getting it, if I said an API is like a docking ring on the ISS. <laughs> That's a good analogy. Yeah. Is that is that work? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's how these two things built by different countries and different teams can come together, link up, and uh, solidly talk to each other. Allow you, the user, to go through the you know through that link to go from one end to the other and back and forth, and your data to flow back and forth. Great analogy. You know, one of the things that's unique about document generation software, about document automation software, is there's really no, there's no other area or application where you need as much detail and as much information uh, as you do to generate, uh, you know, a professional sounding and, you know, professionally adequate document about something. You know, when you're talking about your clients and, and other contacts, um, for your firm, you've got to have so much information about the, those people and, and those matters in order to craft, uh, you know, a competent document about them. That's way more information than would be in Clio and information about way more people than you normally might have in Clio. And that's so, you know, part of document automation is a specialty in gathering all of that large volume of information and dynamic information and so forth. And so the ability then to take that, all that information you've gathered and siphon that back in to, uh, to a great management system, information management system like Clio is, is fantastic. Well, it also comes back to our, the concept of stop copying, start leveraging. So it means that you no longer have to copy information from Clio um, into your documents. So it really is a, becomes a time saver. So you're really getting to a single point of entry and you, you don't have to keep copying. Uh, it also means that with 
you can use some of Clio Grow's features um, as long as they can get into Clio Matters. You can use that information. You can also now start sending uh, our external client intakes out to clients to fill out more complex questionnaires. And they're filling out the information that you can then put right back into Clio. So it really becomes a huge time saver. We talk a lot about our values influencing our decisions in our business. Uh, and Kim mentioned stop copying and start reusing, uh, which is one of our values. And this is an or rather an example of, of how, you know, uh, our philosophy and our principles wind up benefiting the end users, the customers, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, when you look at um, what is your North Star um, that guides you in your business, that helps you understand where you are going to put your next development efforts at. So our North Star of stop copying, and you said start using, but we've kind of refined that a little bit to stop copying, start leveraging, because I think that's a little bit broader. But that's our North Star that we can go by as we are looking at how are we going to continue to develop things. I think Lowell said it in one of our earlier podcasts, you should only ever uh, enter a piece of data once, right? Right. right. Yeah. And, and like, uh, like Kim said a minute ago, it, if you can have your client enter that information the one time so you don't have to enter it at all, well, that's even better. <laughs> The norm at this point is a client provides information and then an individual within the office enters that information, wouldn't you say? Yeah. So if NACLE provides the opportunity for the client center of this information, of course, with review of the, of the, you know, the firm can review it, of course, for accuracy, but they can populate this document or their intake forms without nearly the input or the duplication of work that was required before from the office, right? Right. And it also means that, you know, with having NACLE as your document automation tool, it means that you're not having to go into each individual document and copy that information into multiple documents. So it really is a time saver. I mean, we're, we're seeing that you've got 90% reduction in the time um, with some of our clients. We've got some that are doing, you know, 75, 80 other clients are seeing 95% reduction in time to create it. But it, this is all part of getting that amount of time that you spend to create your client's documents down so you can be more profitable as a firm and focus on things that you really enjoy. It, does anyone really enjoy going into Word and wordsmithing and copying and pasting and doing these routine tasks? I don't think so. Not Not people I know of. I know I don't. Well, it's not only unenjoyable, it's also a terrific risk. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> sometimes I think it's only enjoyable in so far as you can just tune out and do it. But the more you tune out and do it, the, the greater your risk is of messing up. You mentioned uh, customers of ours. Customers of ours are saving 90%. That's, that's easy for people to dismiss as unbelievable because it sounds incredible. That's what we always say, 90% when we don't really mean it, but we really mean it, don't we? <laughs> yeah. And we've got people that, you know, we've went through that know exactly how much time they spent before and how much time they're spending now. 
yeah, one case, the, if I remember it was like 35 hours, they knew down to the minute, you know, 35 hours and X number of minutes. And now they're doing what an hour a week right. uh, to produce the same documents. And right. they are now guaranteed accurate. And when as right. before they weren't. Right. So it is interesting though, if you look at the time it took us to do Clio, this integration work, I mean, it, it took a significant amount of time, but the things that we were able to accomplish through that have been pretty incredible, um, industry changing, really. Why us? Why are we so good? <laughs> Boy. Because we, you know, I think it really comes down to is we have lived and breathed document automation for over 20 years, each of us. Um, and so we've seen w the limitations of every other software out there. Yeah. And with that means that we can go through and use our, our knowledge and our experience to create a system that works better. Yeah. And we're also using modern technology that makes it so that we can develop faster. Right. I, and, and I mean, going along with that, it's it's sort of, you know, the object-based architecture that we that we used to build Nacli, and that you use when you you know when you use Nacli to automate your documents, you're you're building and defining objects, and the way that that allows us to map to the data that's in other sources like you know external to Nacli, like data that's in Clio um, you know most of those external systems are also object-based you know you have matters and you have contacts and so forth that are these entities that are related to each other um, but it's it's quite complex so I think most integrations with something like Clio they're done a very specific way you know that it's like in Clio, you have a matter and the matter has a list of related contacts. And you have these data fields here and there. Whereas in NACLI, we've really just exposed all of the data in Clio to you as, you know, in, in an object form, the, the same way it's defined in Clio. And you can use it in whatever way you want. And then we can write it back. And, you know, it makes it much more practical to do complex operations like creating new uh, items and changing the relationships between items. Um, you know, when you enter all of the children for a, for a client in uh, an estate plan, for example, uh, though that list of children, if you want, can get saved back to Clio so that in Clio, as a related contact for all of, for that matter, you have all of the children listed and all of the other um, people involved in the, uh, in any way with the case. What kind of additional features can Clio users take advantage of with our database? In other words, can they expand their Clio functionality by using NACLI's database and the queries that are available within NACLI? The advantage to queries becomes that we can now query the database across multiple records. Normally in a situation like Clio, you do that through reports. But 
you don't always want to collect everything in Clio um, or other client management systems. So with Nackley, you're gathering so much information during the document preparation process that with queries, uh, which is a key to how we've developed uh, our integration with queries, we can now do reports on multiple pe multiple people. So if you've got, you want to know how many people had this provision in the system last in their documents last year, you can actually go back and find out who those people were. So why Clio? How come they're the first ones we're going to integrate with? It really came down to they are the market leader right now in the small firm client management system. So, and most, I'd say they're the highest demand of our customers that have, that we have. So that's why Clio. Because um, more people that are using Nackley are using Clio than any other system. It's good to be able to finally, finally uh, do this for them. What's next for us? So I'd say we've got a couple of them on the list. I'm not prepared to say which one we're going to do next, but we have had conversations over the last six months with different uh, client management systems. The hope is, is that with the work that we've done now, it means that we can get those systems up and going at a much faster rate than we did with Clio. Can I be any more vague than that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I guess one thing we could add in there is that, um, you know, you mentioned this a little bit, Kim, but the the integration with Clio is built on a new, you know, underlying framework and feature in Nackley that we call queries. Um, and this is a, you know, this is a general purpose uh, framework where you can use your apps in NACLI to integrate with data that is, you know, located outside of NACLI or inside of NACLI. So this this query framework that we've built, um, of which Clio is really the first example, that that's really what's going to allow us to integrate with other things more quickly in the future. And it also allows you to integrate out of the box with your own NACLI catalogs, the, the data that you've gathered yourself in NACLI, you can access some of that information from other apps that you build in NACLI to, to sort of build on top of what you've already built before. Uh, it's a very powerful thing moving forward. Yeah, it, to give an example, uh, one of our clients, they work with a number of different physicians. and that that list of physicians is constantly being added in old systems we'd have to go through and reprogram them and keep that list up to date now with queries we can now have their users going through and editing the physician list we can also do an import from an excel spreadsheet and get that data in initially but it makes it easy for them to manage and to select from that list of physicians um, in their documents without all the added overhead that you would have to do in other document automation systems. It's just really seamless and easy to set up. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's easier to set up than, uh, you know, than a 
pick list in some other in in some other competing systems and it's maintainable uh wherever you are you know by wherever your staff is they can log in maintain those common lists of information um to benefit everybody else that's using the using the apps so really cool can you kind of walk us through what a clio user does and how nackly would interact with it yeah so what will happen is a someone who's using Clio goes through and creates their matter, adds their client information to it. Um, any related parties that they want to add in Clio, they can go through and do. Then they will open up Nackly. There you'll see a little select button at the bottom where you can click select to matter and it will list all the matters that are available to you in basically all the matters. Um, and then you can search on it and select the one that you want. Once you select it, then all that information is going to come into the Nackley intake where you can see it. It's tangible. Uh, you can make edits to it as you need to. You can also add additional information that you're going to want to be able to generate the documents. Uh, if you do go through and do some edits um, to the information that Clio has provided, you'll actually see a little save button appear to say, to give the user a chance to say, yes, I'd like that to go back to Clio. And they can click save and it will be updated back to Clio. Um, and then they just complete the, click complete and documents are created. The, the thing you uh, skipped over there that uh, we hope people are gonna leverage a lot and, and we mentioned, might've mentioned it a few minutes ago is that you can also inject into that workflow, into that basic workflow, um, a scenario where you're sending out uh, an app to a, to a client and giving them the opportunity to provide data, which you can then review before saving it back into Clio, for example, or saving it, uh, you know, or before generating documents. Right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it really becomes a time saver. Ninety percent, <laughs> at least. <laughs> so, while folks are Clio users are using Nackly, what if they come across the need to use custom fields in in the course of it? How do they handle that? Well, yeah, uh, Clio's got some great features for adding custom fields to your data, so your matters can have any custom fields to keep whatever type of information you want to keep about specific matters or about contacts, you can add additional data fields. Now for document automation, of course, you've got all kinds of data. So there's a couple things that you can do with the Clio Nackley integration. First of all, any custom fields that you have in Clio, those can naturally be mapped to uh, to your data fields in Nackley and vice versa so that you can pull those custom fields in and save information back to those custom fields as well as all of the built-in regular fields for matters and contacts. Um, but uh, in addition, you can also um, add on of course, all kinds of other information that you may not want uh, stored in Clio. Um, you can have that additional information still associated with the Clio objects, but it lives in Nackley. So, uh, and and they, the the uh, 
the objects in NACLI and the objects in Clio share a key system so they know which objects they're talking about and they can keep it straight amongst themselves, if that makes any sense. Yeah, no, it, it definitely does. What What's it cost to uh, activate for Clio users? So you do need our plus package um, in order to activate it with Clio. Um, we'll go through and if you're a new Clio user, we'll just set it up with the, everything kind of connected to your Clio account, pull that in, and you start automating your documents. Certainly, if you want our help, we have jumpstarts available to help you that we can help you through the process as well. How long does that take for uh, to get that set up for them? So from our standpoint, you know, we can have it set up in initially within an hour, then it's a matter of just getting the documents in there. So it can be from just depends on how how complex the documents are and what what the client wants us to do versus what they're going to do. Let's plug our webinar, which is next Tuesday, the 24th, and invite some of our listeners to participate and sign up and have a seat where you can get a front row view of how this works. Do we have an yeah. easy website, uh, web, web address, Kim? No, of course not. Then we will put a link to our front page with it. We can do that. Yeah, we'll just put a link underneath in the description that points to that webinar. And if you're listening to this after the webinar, we'll have a link that you can go back and watch the watch it after the fact too. I think this seems like a pretty good spot to wrap it up. So let's thank our listeners for joining us and extend uh, one last invitation to our website, not just to sign up for that webinar on the 24th, but uh, to sign up for a demo. Take a look at us. See if we're the real deal or not. Our website is kn acklyio Lowell and Kim, thanks again, fellas. We'll see you here next time. See you later. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. And that concludes Knackley, the podcast. Please be sure to leave us a review, and if there's something you'd like to hear from us, reach out and follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and our website, knackley.io. That's spelled K-N-A-C-K-L-Y dot I-O. Thanks for joining us. We'll catch you again soon. Meanwhile, be well and be kind.